Dinner Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Hello there. Hello there, dear listener. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Skinny Jean... I'm just going to have a cup of tea. Hang on. Hang on, wait there, two seconds. Welcome, stay hydrated, to the Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. Uh, I am your host, your guide, your... No, not... That's out of order, not that. I was going to say podcast legend, but... Um, well, I'll, I'll allow that this time, but if not, it's two, two strikes and you're out. So, be, be nice. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, usually at the start of the podcast... Um, I say, hey guys, it's great to get your five star reviews. Uh, here's a five star review. What's going on? Unfortunately, for whatever reason, I've got zero, zero internet. See, I've got unlimited, but they've chose not to give it to me. As in, I've got no signal. I don't know what's going on. So carry on sending your reviews in. Thanks so much for your support. Keep on sharing, and um, and next week, maybe I'll tell you a review that we got through, and that rhymes. That's, just, that's really good. Uh, <laughs> uh, big up the Flymo for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, their prize, I thought last week's prize uh, from Marie for that Flymo robotic. Oh, what a prize! The biggest prize we've ever given away on the podcast. That I thought it was going to go unclaimed. I thought she, I thought that was it. She got in touch yesterday, so well done, Marie, for winning the Flymo robotic. And we've got something very exciting with Flymo coming up, uh, which I'll talk about on Monday. I won't go tell you now. I'm desperate to tell you now, but I'm not going to tell you until Monday. That's when it launches. If you pop onto Instagram uh, for the Flymo, you'll see they've put up. Stay, have we done the intro yet? Oh, okay, we're doing it in a sec. It's, they've put <laughs> they've put up staycation, uh, which is a campaign that's happening over six weeks a day. I won't. I'm not going to give any spoilers right now. I'll talk about it on Monday, but it's a good in. I'm excited about it. So we're gonna have a break from a competition, but after that, I need, I'm going to speak to Flymo and say, "Hey, can we do another competition after that?" Because got a great response. Thanks to everyone that got involved in that. Uh, so, here, come, come closer. Come here, come here, listener. Come here, because I know the good old, the good old people of Flymo will uh, be well up for this. So come, a bit closer, a bit closer. So we're going to do another competition now for you. Pop on to flymo.com forward forward slash thanks forward slash UK. And have a little look to see what they've got on there. Got some incredible. Hey guys, they've got some incredible stuff over there. Tell me what you like. I'll try and get it as a prize, and we'll get it on the podcast. How about that? All right. Don't just keep it to yourself for now. But we'll do it after the six weeks holiday. Okay. Cool. Right. Nice one. Right. <laughs> Let's get into it. Should we play the intro? Let's play the intro and I'll tell you what awesome gold we've got coming up for you. Skinny Jean, 
podcast this week, we've got Dan Ricketts. Now, Dan is a husband, father, teacher, rugby union referee, geek. <laughs> I'm just the list here on his Twitter. Geek, musician, Star Wars lover. Uh, but the reason, the reason we got in uh, in touch with each other is because. Uh, I put out, look, I'd love to get some teachers, get some parents on. And Dan was one of those people that was really passionate. And we've got some real passionate podcasts from uh, the teachers and the parents over the past few weeks that have gone down so well. So thank you so much to to everyone that's been enjoying them, everyone that's been sharing them. And I think from this one, you're going to get so much value. So maybe if you're a teacher right now that's thinking, I really want to get gardening to school. I really want to make that happen. Maybe you're a parent that also thinks the same, like thinks that you can help, assist, get gardening, get your children gardening out there. Well, in this podcast, we go behind the scenes of what Dan gets up to at his school, uh, which is actually just down the road. It's up near uh, Stanford, literally not far from me at all. And I, I think, I think I might go and visit. Um, maybe after six weeks, but at least next year we'll see how they're getting on over there. Uh, a little bit of a we love doing a. Uh, what they what they called it like a comeback um, review see how you're doing show that's not what it's called um, revisited thanks but in this podcast as well Dan gives so much information away that for fr- for fr- for free have it for free have this information free of um, organisations places you can go to for funding um, how you can get parents involved. Just getting the message out there that you're doing something in school. There's so much in this podcast. And when Dan was saying it, oh, I love sitting there. You may have heard the other day when I was chatting to Dale, he goes, your face is, doesn't look like you're very interested. But I'm really, I zone in to conversations. I'm slowly working it through the cogs of my brain. And this is one of those podcasts which I was sitting there thinking, that's brilliant, Dan. That's like such a good idea. That's what people need to know. So hopefully you're going to come away from this thinking exactly the same. I'll let you be the judge of that. Let's hit play. Cha, 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 cha. The Garden Chit Chat. Cha, 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 cha. The Garden Chit Chat. Thanks so much anyway for for doing this. Cool. Um, it's really good to, to have you on because, um, like I say, I put out that tweet uh, a couple of weeks ago about people and i've had so many good in, um chat so no pressure <laughs> so it is, is what i'm saying <laughs> well someone at school said oh why are you going to be on a podcast it'd be really good i was like yeah, i don't know how long the interview is going to be i might have an awful lot he wants to listen to so we'll That's see how it right, goes mate. we usually get but... we usually get chatting about something dude um you're only yeah. up the road from me actually in stance didn't you yeah yeah well, and I, I work in um in stance about fitchie and i live in harlow so yeah i'm we're we're not far from each other whereabouts are you in in essex i'm in colchester Oh, right, you're not far away at all. Yeah, yeah. And my, my brother lives in Colchester as well, actually. So oh, cool. He's on um, Lex, Lexton Road, I think it is. Oh, yeah, I know, so, yeah, I know Lexton Road. Not far away at all, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so what? Um, so it's Forest Hall School that you, you're at, right? Yeah, so that's what, right. So what do you do at Forest, school, Forest Hall School? Okay, so, um, so I'm a, a specialist teacher of dyslexia, actually, at school. I've been there um, a couple of years, uh, work with um, students that we've got who are who come to us from all over West Essex, actually, okay. and that's my main role. But um, when I got there and went to visit um, and I'd look at the school, I sort of looked out the window from where the, the, the sort of the learning base is and I saw this sort of area that was fenced in um, and, and it had like grass that was six foot high. And I said, well, what's that? And my 
I've now boss said, oh, it's uh, it's like a nature area that the schools had. And we, we don't really do much with it now. It's gated. And there's a pond in there somewhere, I think, as well. So but nobody really goes in there. I was like, oh, OK. Um, and by that point, I'd already been trying to get gardening going at my, my old the school I was at mm-hmm. um, for a couple of years. Um, so at Forest Hall, um, I went in and sort of started a gardening club, basically. Um, got the, the grass cut, um, discovered there was already a raised bed, a massive pond, um and it's i mean i think the area i've measured it it's about two and a half thousand square feet oh, um of, it's absolutely enormous um and someone who'd been there a few years before had started it and i guess had, had moved on um and it was kind of just left to kind of go it was wild literally wild um and it's it's lovely um, so i've inherited a nice space but we are just trying to build um or build an allotment and a sort of a learning garden somewhere to sit relax um just somewhere nice for everyone to use in the school really so that's really that's the main so so is it just you that's blown it or is there other other teachers involved in it or uh i mean yeah i'm kind of i say i lead it and it sounds a little bit big-headed to say i'm in charge of it but (laughs) yeah i'm the one who's the most i'm the one who's kind of mad enough to keep trying to do it all the time let's be even now when it's boiling hot or when it's soaking wet um sorry (laughs) i've got interruption in the question um yeah so i'm in charge and then um there's a couple of other teachers who um like we've got a couple of science teachers who've got involved with it um and then our our design and technology teacher will always sort of pitch in with with stuff trying to help out um and then luckily my head teacher um i'll put a shout out to her um she's happy for us just to crack on and and have a go at at doing things yeah um and happy to sort of experiment and provided we aren't doing anything that's like outrageously dangerous um (laughs) You know, one of the lads last week, um, they were having a go with, with a drill, building some stuff um, and sawing all sorts of things up. And just, well, if I did you not really taking the mickey, then you'd be absolutely fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's been it's been really it's been really fun. I think that's the best way to describe it. What's your, what's your daughter's name? That's Rachel. Rachel, did you want to come on and say something? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to come and say something. <laughs> yeah. i've just got her next to me so uh yeah just uh asking a few questions about what's going on homeschool, so, home, homeschool life has yeah. changed everything mate especially especially this sort yeah. of stuff <laughs> um so it must be really good to like have the support of um like the head teacher for starters because one of the things that i've always well when i speak to people is if they haven't got support from like head teachers or other teachers around them then sometimes it's really difficult to get these things off the ground yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, it's like, um, so yeah, at Forest Hall, hundred percent, we've got you know, a really supportive head. Um, and as as it's getting bigger, it's almost a bit like that um, that thing in Field of Dreams. So if we build it, they will come. Yeah. So um, the more the more things people see happening, um, and the more sort of students getting involved with it, the more staff want to sort of say, "Oh, well, I could help out with that." To the point where, in the last sort of you know three months, where none of the green waste collections were happening. Um, teachers are emailing me and saying oh, can i bring my grass clippings up to you and put them in the compost bin so i was like yes please because i need compost because that's one thing we don't have yeah. um and then they're like oh yeah this is actually this is looking really nice so because everyone's so busy all the time mm-hmm. you know everyone all the other teachers have got everything else they're doing as well so when they can you know, get a chance to stop and have a look at it um they sort of start to see that there's there's things starting to go on a little bit yeah um, and more people get involved it's great what are the what are the differences you see from the children that get involved with it um it's been it's been mad in in the lockdown period actually because we've carried on we've carried on gardening um i've been going in once a week um outside of we're doing two days a week at school at the minute that's how it's working um and i do one of the days where i go in and i take students out to do gardening with them um and you just sort of it started off with some who were not 
green, you know, green fingered, you could say. Um, and they've all they've just got stuck in. Um, some of them, you know, literally didn't know one end of a spade from another, and definitely not how to hold it. Um, have now been digging. Um, we we put a path in because um, it was it was on the corner of the field, but it, it's on a slope, so it drains really poorly. It gets really flooded and muddy. Yeah. Um, so a group of girls um came out and they tried these these other lads like no no we'll do it we'll do it we can dig it better than by the end of it these girls have just taken charge of it um (laughs) so in the past sort of month so the last sort of four or five days i suppose essentially of work um they've extended this path by about sort of 10 meters up the side of the the side of the garden um and they've you know you know you start off slow but they've got better and better at it to the point where they just they go straight out get the tools out and start start digging which is what i wanted initially from the goal i wanted it to be by the end of it that I can sort of stand and watch yeah, and don't have to keep teaching and doing everything. And the students will be the ones who are passing the skills on. Cause that's, that's what gardening is all about, isn't it? We're trying to pass down to the younger people and other people from us. That's why I got my skills from my dad. Um, and yeah, they're out there now and they, they just get on with it. Um, and they, some of them are picking up stuff and seeing what jobs they can just do for themselves. Um, one of them, I don't know if it's off the back of doing the garden. He's decided to go and help out at the local farm. There's like a little, um, uh, a Daisy Mays farm. It's like a little kind of, you know, a mini kids farm they can go and visit. And he started volunteering there cause it's just up the road from him. That's cool. Um, I don't know whether that's off the back of this or not, but yeah, it's great. It's sort of seeing them get involved with, with things outside of school as well. What's, so what sort of ages do you have, have garden in your, uh, bit? So we're a secondary school. Um, right. and I, I knew that maybe hooking in the older ones would be difficult because they've got a lot of stuff there into, you know, they're dealing with schoolwork. Um, and the younger ones, because I, I taught in primary for um, about eight years before I sort of transitioned through into working with um, children with more special needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and in primary, I think you probably get the same thing. In primary schools, it's a, it's a really big thing. Environmental education is really big and lots of schools have got allotments and gardens and the the kids know where all their food comes from um, and the schools take a lot of time to put that all in Um, and it's through no fault of secondary schools I think just because of the pressure as well um, it it kind of gets put not to one side but it's not as prized yeah Um, so much pressure on all of us at that point um and you just you just want to see more of that so secondary school kids when we're 11 to 16 we don't have a sixth form we will hopefully at some point in the future um but the younger ones the year sevens and eights are the ones we started off with um so now as they're moving into year nine they'll hopefully i'll keep them hooked in and then eventually we'll have kids from right across the school yeah that's that's the goal um because sevens and eights are great but sometimes you need a bit of muscle um (laughs) to get stuff done no offense Uh, and some of them will probably shoot me for saying that but um yeah no it's good once you get the older ones in there but they become the leaders that's that's what i want in the end is that I don't have to be out there every time that we're in the garden. That, yeah. that they can be in charge of it, or another member of staff can just be supervising, um, not necessarily having to be involved. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, that would be brilliant. That, that would be that would be the dream if we can get it to that point. How did you get, first get into gardening? Um, it was through school. I'll be honest with you. I think uh, my mum and dad um, got a beautiful garden at home. Um, you know, and it was in, we, they lived in their home for they've been there for like 30, 30 40 years. Yeah. Um, beautiful garden, loads of lovely flowers, and it was it was just you know it was it was perfect. And I just basically just played football, or cricket in the garden. I just kicked balls over the fence quite a lot, or <laughs> just probably drove them mad. Um, but it was it was at school. Um, so my previous school um, in Harlow was um, what you call alternative provision, so a, a unit for students who've been excluded from mainstream school. Okay. Uh, so it was pretty tough. Um, and I was working with a, a, a young lad who was, he was in year 11 
was, so he was only with us for one year. Um, and he wasn't always that keen on doing work. Right. You know, some, some people might. Um, so we, but then we were in a little, we were in the caretaker's house. Um, and I said, oh, well, we could go and do something outside if you like. There's some, there's some garden tools in a shed in there. He's like, yeah, yeah, right, we'll go do some gardening. Uh, and then it turned out that's what he'd done at a previous school he'd been at. He'd done loads of gardening in the, the, the same sort of thing at that school. Um, and then he went, oh, let's build a, why don't we make it into like a, a chillax garden? I remember him calling it this chillax garden. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. Um, and then it just kind of snowballed from there, really. So he would do a bit of that. Um, and that was in like that was November. It was it was horrible. It was really muddy, and there was it was weeds and nettles everywhere. Um, and then um, he would he would only come in the mornings, and then in the afternoons I worked with other students. And sometimes the head would say, um, "Why don't you, you want, do you want to, you know, a couple of other students might fancy a bit of outdoor relief as well, maybe?" Um, so I take a couple of other students out, and then because we all had radios for sort of staying in touch and being secure and stuff, because the kids can be a bit difficult. Um, I'd get a radio call and say, oh, Mr. Ricketts, uh, so-and-so fancy, would uh, like to come outside for a little while. Have you got room for another one? I'm like, yeah, you go on then. And then it would get to kind of, there'd be three kids, and it was four, and then it was like five or six. And then I'd say, oh, I think, I think I'm probably full up now, for now. Um, and these kids were out there, you know, but these were like, you know, girls and boys um, out there with spades and forks and um, secateurs and all sorts of stuff, cutting back all the brambles. Um and I even remember very clearly one girl who'd been with us for quite a while and she had you know, perfect acrylic nails. Her makeup was all done. And she came out in a, a mad huff one day and sat in the garden in, in, on a bench we'd got for about half an hour watching me and another lad just digging up some stuff. And then um, we had a, there was a tree root we needed to move because we wanted to put a, a flower bed in. And she went, what's that? So I said, tree root? She went, oh, I'll get rid of that. So she took the spade to it and chopped at it. Um, and then with a like, pair of gloves on, with her acrylic nails inside, she just ripped the root out of the ground. Oh, wow. And this girl, would have, she was tiny. Um, and it was just, and then I went, how do you feel? She said, oh, yeah, I feel great. Yeah, oh, I feel really good. And then she went back into class. <laughs> after. I was like, brilliant. And that, it, and and it's that's what it's it's partly about, I think. I mean, you know, if you're probably the same as me. If you've had a bit of a long day, you go out in the garden and you kind of forget what's what's been going on because you yeah. get a bit lost yeah. in your garden. And, and the chance to do something physical and productive and you know you've, you've done something good at the end of it she tore a root out of the ground for a tree that was in the way tree still there yeah. um but she managed to you know then, and then we were able to move on to the next the next bit of the garden it was brilliant yeah. um and just that opportunity for children to do something that they probably might, might not have done before but to just enjoy being outside which a lot of kids don't anymore no not um, much. think they got, i mean we're, we're all guilty of it we get more and more into technology don't we so we end up not being out in the outside as much as we probably would have been in the past i don't know that's the best way to describe it so it's a bit of a difficult balance that sort of thing isn't it it's like yeah. as long as there is a balance it's good yeah you know we and our students at our school they, they we're in a we're in a we're right on the edge of of a farmland we're about a mile from the airport um at stanstead um we're just outside bishop stortford um and our kids come from all over the place. They come from they come from some of the towns nearby, but some of them live on farms. Um, but they, and you say to them, oh, do, you, "Do you go outside? Do you get out?" Like, oh no, not really. Um, no, I just I play Fortnite or I play whatever game, Call of Duty or something these days for them. Yeah. Um, and they're not they're not in touch with Yay. with each other very much, and they're not in nature very much. So to give them this kind of sort of environment where they can get involved with it is just is is lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just yeah, endless stories about what kids have done and. Would better be a bit boring, I think, after a while if we talked about <laughs> things. <laughs> I probably end up saying stuff I probably shouldn't as well. Um, 
yeah, yeah. It, it, I just like getting kids involved, and it's often those ones you least expect. Yeah. Who are actually really, really, really good. Um, one lad we had came in. He comes into school at the moment. Um, didn't know it, but um, he's a dab hand with a drill and a saw. And by the end of the day, he was teaching all the other kids how to use a drill. Um, he was better than me. Um, he built a bench and he built a couple of raised beds for me out of some timber that we'd been we'd we'd got given some old scaffold boards. He was yeah, he was away and he he's, and then. The feedback apparently was, uh, was oh, that's one of the best days in school I've had since I've been here. Oh, I was like, wow. yes. Again, he won't he won't appreciate me saying that. He'll, he'll probably he'll he'll won't be happy, but I won't name him. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, and it, I just it just it's just nice seeing kids doing something that they probably haven't done before. Yeah. Um, and then I'm hearing when you know, we get the stories from our students um, about what they're up to, and some of them are gardening at home now, um, which is which is lovely. Yeah. Um, to hear they're doing something they, they started off in school a little bit and now they've cracked on with it at home as well so some real skills that are like are really going to st- stick with them in the, well I know school there's a lot of things that stick with you throughout your life but them sort of skills are you know I, th- I think re- quite, really quite important mm. yeah absolutely yeah it's um, uh, sorry my daughter's having a she's in, in getting excited about a game she's playing next door um <laughs> Yeah, it's just uh, oh, I lost my train of thought. So, what was the question again? <laughs> it wasn't really a question; it was more <laughs> a statement. <but laughs> I was just saying, like, yeah. I think them them sort of skills are like really, like, like really important. Like, I know in school you learn a lot um, that stick to you through life, but mm. those sort of skills are, you know, um, like building your own bench and stuff. Them sort of things are mm. incredible. Yeah, and then I suppose. In the future, in these kids, these students are in year eight, and in two or three years' time, if we do like a you know, school tour or something, they can show people around and say, "Oh, I, that's my bench. I built that." Yeah. Um, and I've got some students last week, and they, they had this crazy idea. They want to make a totem pole um, out of some logs that we've we've got piled up. Um, so they've already got the right because we've got four houses in the school, which are named after different bird, like birds of prey. So they're gonna. Um, they've been they were stripping the bark off and sanding it all down and now they want to like start carving oh, um, wow. <laughs> like names of the houses and stuff i was like wow this is this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting it's gonna be fun um so yeah i'm not I've, I've no idea how to do that sort of thing but we'll all sort of we'll all learn together and hopefully not chop anyone's fingers off well school's That's changed amazing. school's changed a lot since my day mate <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's uh, yeah you know and once we get those things put up because it kids went away in march um the school you know we we went down to our kind of lockdown in march yeah um and when they went it was just a bit of a it was a bit of a grassy mess with lots of carpet laid everywhere to try and keep the weeds down Mm -hmm. so hopefully when everyone else comes back they'll see that it looks a bit different there once was a family man Bought a new house in Essex Had quite a lot of long to do Didn't quite know what to do And then he went to flymo.com forward slash UK Look at what they've got Found it really hit the spot Put a fly motor car his lawn And now he's happy Life just feels complete With a fly mo. 
Yeah, you know me And now he's happy with his lord How have, you um, found, how have you found it doing bits? Because to be honest with you, you're the, probably the first person I've spoke to recently that um, I, I've still managed to do bits throughout throughout this this um, right. lockdown. So how have you found it? Um, well, in terms of being in school, I think I've just been really lucky um, with with my head. I emailed her when it started and said, "Well, when, when we're coming in, do you want me to do something different yeah. for the students? Because they were they're working on you know doing doing the, the work that gets set, um, getting to do a little bit of PE every now and again." I said, shall I do something different? I get it was it was it was a win for them because they get to get outside, and a win for me because I'm desperate to get this this thing built up because yeah. um, we've been doing it for almost well 18 months now basically um, on and off, and you think you start to think I really feel like I should be further along than I already am. <laughs> so it's like that kind of ambition of what you want your garden to look like, and it isn't quite there. Same at home. Um, so you just we just we just got on with it, and thankfully everybody at school has been really supportive to say. Yeah, whatever you need, um, just you know, let us know. We're not going to spend any money yet, but we've got we've got a bit of money to spend from some places, mm-hmm. um, and that's starting to happen again now as well. So, to be honest with you, at school it's been you know they've been been great. It's just I think when it's secondary school students, you can probably take a few more of those risks in a way. Where primary school, you've got to be a lot more careful, especially at the moment with social distancing and things like that. Um, but other than other than that, school's been been great. It's made it it's made it quite easy, really. I think yeah. it's not put any barriers in the way of it at all. Do you do you um, get a lot of funding for your areas? Or um, we I've, I discovered a few places when I was at my previous school because um, we, were, we were a small school. We didn't really have any budget for buying you no know, stuff for a garden. Yeah. Um, and my head really kindly said, "Oh, this is I can see the I can see the benefit of this." Um, so yeah, ha- have this budget, spend some money, buy some some raised beds and things because there was no there was nowhere in the school we could we could do it um so she gave me an area of the school field in the corner and let me crack on um so I, over the time when you sort of start searching for grants and things um and i don't know what they're like at the minute because nowhere's giving anything out but um in places like something called the Ernest cook trust okay. um they were that was fantastic i managed to get um, some money from them a few years ago um and then they've just done one recently um, which I was quite lucky with, where they were giving out welly boots and overalls. You could get a grant of 500 quid um, to buy welly boots um, for your students so they didn't have to worry about bringing in stuff or wrecking their, their school shoes or whatever. Um, so we just ordered that. Um, and then, I mean, is it a boast? Um, there's, there's something called the Elspeth Thompson Bursary from the, uh, the National Garden Scheme that's part of the, it's through the RHS. Um, and I just, I did the application for it at my previous school, filled it out, thought, oh, I'm never going to get this. this. You know, the other schools are all massive and they've all got these great cases. Um, put it through and we got the money at my previous school. I couldn't, I was shocked. We got, you know, a night, we got a lovely amount, um, which meant that we could um, actually finish building a relaxation garden at my last place. Right. Um, which is still there, as far as I'm aware. You know, and I drive past it every now and again, um, and the, it's sort of still sat tucked away under at the back of the caretaker's house. So, I'm guessing that's getting used. Um, and then, what's, uh, but I, my, my thing is always, if you can't buy it, you try and borrow it or beg for it or you yeah. steal it. Um, <laughs> not steal. <laughs> um, and our school, our school PTA as well. They've given us some money. They kind of they come to us. Um, even things like the local parish council, we've got a link with. Um, that we've been doing some litter picking with them on like community days and I just 
dropped them a line and said, we're building a garden. Do you fancy giving us some money towards it? Oh, and wow. they said, absolutely. So we got some money from them as well. Um, and things that we, when we were lucky where we are, because we've got things like Stansted Airport, they have a community fund that have given the school stuff in the past as well. Um, but if for any school teacher that listens to it that wants to build a garden, um, it's basically a case of just just ask everybody. Right. Um, I put a letter out to the parents um, just to say we're doing this. We're going to have a we had a, we had a like gardening morning where the parents came in. Um, it was the day after one of the one of the storms in February, whichever one it was. So it was absolutely chucking it down until about ten, 10 minutes beforehand. Um, but then we all got out and had a really good morning. But it was very wet. It was it was like it looked like the Somme by the end of it. It was terrible. Um, <laughs> But, um, um, you know, I wrote, I, to, I wrote a load of list of stuff down. Um, yeah, ask parents because yeah. um, we turned out that um, one of them works at a garden centre. So she gave us a load of free plants. Oh, awesome. um, just be- literally just before lockdown, we got them in, put them in the ground, um, came back a week later and a deer had eaten all of them. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Which was really helpful. <laughs> we get loads of muntjac deer because they just trot across the field. You see them out the window in the morning sometimes. Uh, came in and it was obvious that it was a deer because there were massive footprints <laughs> and lots of um lots of lots of their afters everywhere basically um so they left they left the grasses behind they left all the grasses but um they, they, they all the they ate all the everything clematis chrysanthemums oh, nice. um uh, everything that was there they, they destroyed it brilliant which wasn't very helpful they were they, they didn't do it last year we had we grew loads of veg last year and they weren't bothered but this year we we came out the next morning and it was all gone oh no lesson learn lesson learn yeah <laughs> um I spot another one actually. Is one I discovered it, and I don't know how I did it. I'm called Arb Talk. It's A R B Talk, okay. um, and it's a website for um, tree surgeons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they basically it's a network for them where they they need to get rid of wood chip because oh, they got they've got to pay to, to to dump it somewhere or take it to a tip or something. You put your your school, or you put your address and your postcode and a phone number on it, and they ring you up. So back in January, I got a phone call from a tree surgeon um, who was up in. I don't know, somewhere up, somewhere up in Suffolk, I think. He said, I'm about half an hour away. Um, I've got two two like van loads of wood chip. Do you want it? Um, I said, yes, please. So we dropped it off. And it might not mean it's about two tons, oh, wow. I think. It's this massive amount of wood chip, uh, which costs a fortune, doesn't it? You know, you yeah. pay you pay like £100 a bag or something if you want to buy it from, from a garden centre. Um, so, yeah, we've saved ourselves just by getting loads of free stuff. Just go out there and ask if anyone's got it. Basically, say, is my way. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it mainly? It's basically just asking for it and doing a bit of research, mate. Really? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And if and yeah, ask parents because yeah. you, your your parents are a treasure trove. From our schools, we've got we've only got five hundred kids um, in our school. It's quite small, um, but even from that, we've managed to get loads of help from parents. Even if, when they've just come in and and helped out with some of the gardening for a morning, because yeah. they've got more skill, it drives it along. Um, but then you find out you've got some who work for a garden center that want to give you a load of plants or some others who've said, Oh, I've got some skills that I can offer you with later, you know, further down the line um, and, and get involved with that as well. So yeah, it's parents are a treasure. It can be a gold mine if yeah. you can get in contact with them. Yeah. Generally parents are usually really supportive. It's, it's like you say, it's just to letting people know. Cause I, I spoke to a few different schools and I, our parents don't want to get involved. I'm like, have you ever asked them? Like, do they even know yeah. really what projects are going on here? So it really is about just asking them really. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they'll help if they if they get an idea of what you're trying to do. Yeah. Um, another one, I just put a post on the back and I said, we need all this stuff. Um, one of the parents was having their all their carpets out, so oh. the carpet fitters dropped them off at the school <laughs> when they they took the old ones away because again they'd have had to pay to get rid of those. Yeah. Um, and then I've got I've got free 
um, like that's, that keeps your weeds down for free. You just put it down and bung a load of dirt or something on top of it yeah. or compost, and it's it's done. Because um, I don't know what Colchester's like, but where Stansted is, it's like you can't dig it. It's just there's massive lumps of flint and everywhere. It makes great castles, oh, like Mount Fitchy <laughs> Castle. If you've ever been to Mount Fitchy Castle, it's made out of flint. It's brilliant. Um, but trying to dig into it is it's just horrible. Oh, really? So um, I know we we've got we work we we sort of partner with. Um, a lady uh, who runs part of the allotment in Stansted, a lady called Kieran, and she's she's got a, she runs a, a kind of a social enterprise it's called Human Roots, okay. um, and she set up part of the uh, of the allotment there. But she had to get a digger. She brought a mini digger in. Someone, someone again, she got a friend or someone she knew who brought a mini digger in to dig up the ground. She said, "I tried doing it with with a mattock and a spade, yeah. and it was backbreaking because oh you've got like cricket-sized lumps of stone coming out of the ground." that are just bulletproof yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I said to the kids we started we tried to dig it one day and after about 10 minutes i said stop they're not we can't we can't dig this mm-hmm. um so we go for the no dig approach a because you know the, the the science says it's quite good for the soil and b it's a hell of a lot better for my back yeah. um, <laughs> the soil out of the ground got to look after um, that back mate <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm only six i've got a while to try and look after it yeah <laughs> that's it yeah mine's shot already god the god knows yeah. how um <laughs> At home, do you do a lot of uh, gardening in Dan? Do you have time for that? Yeah, yeah. We moved house about four years ago. Um, my wife clocked it on online. She'd seen this house and had sort of kept an eye on it for a while, and then um, said, "Oh, this is nice house. We could we could move to at some point because we were looking." Um, and then when we got here, we were like, "It's got, it's got a lot of garden, isn't it?" So, so um, yeah, I've had to get I've had to get into gardening because otherwise it'd be a jungle if I didn't. <laughs> no um, yeah, no, it was it was it was lovely. We've got you know we had a we've got a lawn we got a bit of lawn at the back. Um, and we've got a, you know, a bit of the front where we've turned it into um, a bit of an allotment, you know, done some raised beds, just nice. got some old wood that was here and bung some soil in it. Um, and that's about, yeah, that's about it, really. We just can we just do it together. And, you know, um, my daughter comes out as well and um, gets stuck in with things as well out there, quite enjoys cutting things down. Nice. Um, and then we've been to the garden centres together and we, we pick plants we want to put in as well. So, yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice family a family affair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, great. Have a lot of your your kids. Um, so they do do the garden at school with you, but have a lot of yeah. them got into garden? Do you think more over the, the lockdown period? Yeah, there's been there's been definitely like half a dozen or so. Of them. We've sent pictures in of them growing stuff, and I've had a chat with a couple of them over the phone about things they've been growing, and um, they're, they're sort of turned into little experts. I think they're all they're all looking up stuff online or they're you know they're looking at the packets or who knows what they're what they're reading and stuff um and finding out things but they've all like sent pictures in of them growing tomato plants and potatoes and all sorts of things so they're having a they're having a whale of a time at home yeah um i just hope i can keep the enthusiasm going up when they come back that'll be the main aim yes yeah, so, yeah what is planned for when they all come back what you got planned well um i'm just going to move over a little bit if that's all right because there's lots of clicking going on, so i don't know if you can hear it or not but um yeah it's oh, we, when we get back well, you know what you want to say for all schools, I guess they want it to be just business as usual as much as possible. Yeah. Um, it probably won't be, but um, we want it to just kind of carry on as as we best we can. Yeah. Um, and just keep keep well from from for that side of it, it's just to just to try and keep the garden going really. Yeah. Um, and give give the students as many opportunities as possible to to come outside and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, we've been doing like three lunch times a week up until when we we had to stop. Um, which is that's actually only works out to be about an hour and a half of time a week, which actually isn't very much when you've got a two and a half thousand square foot bit of land. Um, but we'll yeah we'll just we'll just keep going and hopefully all these skills they've all learnt while they've been at home are going to come in and we're going to 
turn into a show garden by the time we're finished or something. That'd be lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool, mate. Um, yeah, well, I'll definitely I'll follow you the pro now. Now we've um, seen each other, I'll definitely follow the progress, mate, and see how you're getting yeah. on. That'd be cool. I'll have to invite you over. Invite you over for a visit as well at some yeah. point. That'd be really good. Yeah, definitely do. Make sure you um, drop me a message and remind me, and I'll when I'm up that way, I'll pop in. Yeah, cool. And see what you guys are up to. Um, Mate, I think it's been really good. God, you're really good at chat. <laughs> really good at talking. Sorry, I do this. I've done. I think I did one thing once before where that was because I, I did. I used to do football refereeing. Yeah. And um, it was getting a social media thing, and the guy was like, "Oh, do you want to? If anyone wants to talk about refereeing in the community game, um, and, and I, he never published anything, so I think I probably talked too much. <laughs> no. so. <laughs> um, I've definitely published this, mate. I think it's so. It's, it's really good to like hear stories of and and success stories of how how the kids. Um, like how they, they they change really, and how how, yeah. how it's good for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh. The, the other thing I've, I've spotted one more thing on my little list of people to get in contact with. Yeah, go on. Um, if you can, it doesn't always work, but is your local probation service? Oh yeah. Um, would you believe? Yeah, the um, just by sheer chance, because um, my dad, um, he was a keen gardener, he looks after a churchyard, um, and he said, "Oh, I've had the, the community payback team um, in the churchyard um, on a, you know on a Saturday." Oh, what's that? So, well, they're all the, the people doing their community service, and they have to come into school. They come, they come into you know his churchyard, and they were putting up fences and cutting down trees and whatever, whatever you like. Um, I was like, I wonder if they can come to school. And then, and then, sheer chance turns out someone I know who is the manager. So, dropped him a line and said, Can you come to my school? They came on a weekend, so there were no students around, obviously. Um, but these guys were all. Some of them are labourers or electricians, and one of them was one of them was a landscape gardener, and so I got done for speeding too many times for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and then uh, yeah, so suddenly I had, I had a, a professional landscape gardener helping to build the garden at my old school, oh, which was no, you know, you couldn't have you couldn't have bought it. I couldn't have paid for him to come and do it. Um, so we spent the day, and by the end of it, we had a you know, it looked way better than I would have ever made it, definitely. Um, so yeah, to get to find out about your local community payback if yeah. you can. Um, because at the moment they can't do an awful lot because of lockdown, but because um, they can't transport people to locations, they have to get themselves there. I found this out. Oh, but yeah, right. they're they're absolutely brilliant. And once and often when the, the most hilarious bit of my last school was, um, one of the guys came and he was working away. He said, "Yeah, yeah, I used to go to this school, so it was really interesting to see what it's like." And having come back like ten years later, um, said, "Yeah, I got kicked out of school and I went here for five years, and now I'm back again." So uh, I was like, "Oh, that's." Kind of, kind of strange fate in that sense. It is, but, um, I've never heard that before. Yeah. I've never even, I've never even, no one's ever mentioned that before. That's quite interesting. No, no it was just, it was a surprise to me. Um, but I just, I just dropped them a line, thinking, oh, can we organise it? And I checked with my head first. I said, you know, do you mind us having a group of, <laughs> group yeah. of community payback people in school? Um, yeah, and but no, she didn't mind. We did all the right stuff and made sure everything was safe. Yeah. Um, and they were fantastic, and they were great. You know, they laid a path, they cut down trees, they cut the grass because they bring all their own well the ones where i live in harlow and they come up to Stanford, they bring all their own tools as well oh wow that's um, good they bring strippers and mowers and they, you know the only thing i had to do was give them some money for the for the, the fuel for the mowers and that was it oh wow i'll give them a toilet and some cups of tea yeah um, <laughs> fantastic yeah that's that's fine isn't it <laughs> yeah up for that. It, was, it was free it didn't cost it didn't cost anything really so it's great for the school um, and it just be, bring... be expensive well yeah and also it just brings that ahead a little bit because like brings the garden a bit forwards for the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. And then they and when students have suddenly seen it happen, and they get that that sudden jump forward, that really excites excites me. Yeah. It definitely excites them as well. And they think, oh, we can actually see what's going to happen. Yeah. Because um, where you've been, when you plug away at it for week after week after week, you don't always see those little changes because you become so used to it. Yeah. No, I know what you mean, man. Yeah, definitely. 
Yeah, um, same, same with Home Garden as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Um, away from that garden, then, Dan, just quick. What do you reckon? Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon September's going to look like, man? For um, for schools and and uh, and going back. Well, uh, I, I, won't, I won't get too political. I suppose we have to. <laughs> The school, the school is the challenge is that we we sort of um, I mean, my boss will probably laugh. We we get we get regular updates in the guidance from you know from the Department for Education. I think um, over half term they changed they edited edited the document fifty four times oh. in about seven days, <laughs> oh. um, and they tend to like drop stuff in about five o'clock on a Friday. Um, so I, I didn't. Wa- I don't. I, I don't watch the, the briefing stuff. But um, I think they said load of stuff on Friday at five o'clock, um, which caused quite a lot of anxiety for for heads, um, and you know, and, and everybody else involved. So they're trying to, trying to catch us on catch us by surprise a little bit. Um, I don't know. I mean, I never know. Even know what the next sort of month's going to look like. Sometimes mm-hmm. at the moment, um, we know what we're going to do at our school. Um, I know that loads. You know, people at other schools were working their socks off to make sure that students can come in, um, and and keep learning and you know do a bit more than we can at the moment because it's really hard to learn at home and if you you know you've got your daughter at home as well and trying to get schoolwork done or anything um and, it, and it, I mean, my daughter's eight years old and she's brilliant but it only gets harder as you get older i think yeah um i've yeah. only got an eight-year-old i don't know about trying to get a teenager to do work at home um but some of the stories of from from parents when you talk to me says it's quite difficult um sometimes if they don't want to do it you aren't you aren't going to get them to do the work no. um so I think we all would really like September to basically look like normal school. Yeah. Um, but we just have to hope that people are sensible, stay in their own gardens, do lots of gardening at home. Yeah, that's that, it. <laughs> it's not too much. Um, and hopefully we can just get back to school because we all we all want to do. We want to teach. We want to work with our students and we want to um, see them. We're not, we're not, this is horrible. It's not fun. No. Um, we're not, not used to it. We, we you know, uh, some of us can't can't we can't do our subjects without being face to face. So I got to do a session with a student last week when he came in, and it was lovely. Um, but trying to do things over webcams and things is it's just it just doesn't quite work in quite the same way. The same. You know, you'll, face you like you said you'd, you'd be at lots of garden shows and stuff at the minute, and and it makes such a difference when you've got to talk like this yeah. rather than sitting face to face with someone. Oh, definitely. Um, yeah. So we just we I don't I who knows what it's going to be like in september but we all really hope that it will just be normal school yeah definitely we'll in some shape for yeah fingers crossed <laughs> i think all the parents have probably got all their fingers crossed as well actually to be honest with you, you want their kids back in school as well yeah, that's it. So, yeah we'll see we'll see um dan thanks so much mate for coming on well um oh, it's been... i feel like we've got a lot from i feel like we've um especially for like the f- finding out where to um get information from i feel like we've got a lot from this yeah. chat man yeah, yeah, that was yeah. It's always then you write things down. And you think, oh, we we didn't get into it, but you know, it's always it's always just really nice to talk about it. And yeah, and it's, I feel a bit strange talking about something that I do, and, and it's like a hobby, really. But um, <laughs> to, have a, to have a chance to just talk about it is, is great fun. So yeah, it's been really good, really, really good. Good, cheers. It's good to see the passion, man. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah, Definitely yeah, do. and um, you know, we'll get we'll get you in school, and we'll you can come and see the the, the lovely mess that we've made. And so, <laughs> if you don't fall in the pond, yeah, that's, the next, that's the next job. So, um, <laughs> Crikey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, 100 cent there. Yeah, let me know and I'll, um, I'll pop Brilliant. up, man. And I'll come and see what you're up to. Cool. Yeah, September, as soon as we're back to normal. Definitely. We'll get, we'll get you in. Sounds Lovely. good, mate. Thanks, Dan. Thanks so right. much for chatting, dude. Thanks very much. Good to talk to you. I'll speak to you later. Cheers. Take care. Cha, 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 cha.
Dan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. So I honestly got so much from that. I really hope you did too. If you did, let me know on Twitter, Insta, all those sort of places. Um, and also, if you get, if you want to get Dan, Dan's on Twitter as uh, Ref Ricketts. Ref Ricketts. If you want to uh, to say, Yo, Dan, great podcast, mate. Uh, we got a lot from it. Uh, if you're thinking about starting a school allotment, a school garden, anything like that. Maybe you're a teacher, maybe you're a parent. We could chat about it on the podcast. It'd be cool to get someone, just like Dan, who's who's just uh, plugging away. I'd love to get you on the podcast too. Even if you're just in planning stages, we could even sit here and do a podcast just planning it over. That'd be really cool. I've got a podcast, uh, free, a free part podcast coming up about where me and Richard uh, from the 24-hour live show where we plan a garden centre, and I really like, I've listened to it, obviously I've edited it up, um, and I really liked it, I thought it was really great, and I'd really, that'd be really cool to get a teacher, maybe a parent at the same time, on the podcast, planning something like that, so if you're up for something like that, let me know, I'd really love to hear from you, it's leeaskinjingunner.co.uk, if you fancy a little bit of that, uh, right, thank you so much. Look, have a fantastic well week, weekend, evening, whenever you listen to this. Uh, thank you so much for uh, supporting the podcast. Oh, God. Uh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. We've got loads of new listeners. Uh, I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's happened over the past um, few months. But, um, I mean, <laughs> I do know. It's lockdown. But we've got loads of new people uh, listening to the podcast, which is wicked. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, it'll also be great to hear what your first... I'm asking a lot. Oh, here we go. They're pouring in. I'd also love to hear what your first podcast you listened to on this podcast was, what episode it was, what dragged you in to the SJG podcast crew. Welcome. We're a friendly bunch. And uh, I'll speak to you next time. always Always a terrible ending, isn't it? It's always... Just falls away, falls off the cliff at the end of the um, podcast. I'm even doing it now. It's even happening. This is happening like live. <laughs> it's happening live at the end of the. Thanks, Dan, for being on, on the podcast. Uh, thank you to you. Always saying thanks. And uh, wow, this is actually worse than me just can't finishing it at the end there. Um, I could finish. I could literally press pause now. Just just stop it, but. I'm, I dig my way, dig my way out of the, uh, dig your way out of it. It's still happening, and um, I'm trying to end it now. So I'm going to end the podcast right here. What an ending! What a strange ending! I've been in the studio. I can't even say it. I've been in the studio too much today, guys. Too much in the studio. Uh, look, I hope you enjoyed that. And ah, uh, oh, look up. It's happening. I can't actually get the words out. Someone edit this out. Are we going to edit this out? Probably not. If we do edit it out, edit that bit out and then just add this. Look after yourself. Look after family. But most of all, look after that garden. Migration.
so well weren't it like, yeah look after yo yeah thanks Dan thanks everyone just I don't know what happened I need to get out of this studio right thanks everybody this is a skin and gin garden a podcast sponsored by Flyro